Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. It is the Flow Friday Sports Show here on Flow FM. And it is the last time we're going to be catching up with Dom Leach, the president of the Oyun Rams Cricket Club. But he's a victorious president, the Oyun Rams, taking out their second Redcliffs cricket title in as many years and doing it in the most stunning of ways against their local rivals, the Tempe Tigers. Dom Leach joins me now. Dom, congratulations. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Thanks, Ralph. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, it's been a big, big weekend and a big few days, but uh, obviously ecstatic that we were able to get the result we were on the weekend. Stunning stuff indeed, Dom. I was following along on Saturday with all the updates posted on social media. Now, uh, tell us exactly what went down at the Onion Patch, because even though perhaps it shouldn't have been at the Onion Patch, I'll ask you about that later, it was an overly tense game. So bring us up to speed on what went down. Yeah, it was a tense game. It was one that probably really did live up to the hype, um, the grand final rematch from 12 months ago, and the local derby as such. Um, yeah, it was a it was a very tightly fought game. So uh, we were on the toss, the Rams on the toss, and elected to bat um, on what looked to be a reasonable pitch, but it probably didn't quite play play as well as it looked. Um, it turned out to be uh, quite tough to bat on. Um, our boys, we never really got going. We're all out, but just 75. Um, Daniel Price and Brad Parsons top scored with 14 each, um, and it was a bowler's day. Uh, Tate Holland, three for 13. Zach Robertson, four for 18. And Nick Monaghan, three for eight. We're all key figures uh, for the Tempe boys, and um, with just 75 on the board, um, that would have been pretty, yeah, pretty cock-a-hoop and fared their chances pretty well. Um, so... Leading into the innings break, it was um, it was a tale of yeah, not sure whether enough was on the ball, but it turned out to be um, just enough. Kempy uh, in reply met um, a fired up Alex Morris and Ian Rams boys, and um, they were in all sorts of strife, much the way we were when we batted. Um, they slumped to be seven for eighteen at one point, which um, yeah, probably looked as though the game was gone at that point for them, but. To their credit, had some fantastic rear guard action, which took the game pretty deep. Um, from 7 for 18, they ended up taking a score to um, 61. So they got within 14, and I think the last two, that's been put on 25 or 30 runs. So um, things got pretty tight there at the end, and I think Joel Grace hit a six and brought it to within 14 runs, and um, it looked as though they might have pulled off a, a heroic comeback, but um, not to be, um, unfortunately for them. Unfortunately for us, Samuel Mead took the all-important wicket and we were able to, yeah, get the job done by 14 runs. So what was the collective view as to why those in the batting order across both teams on the day had the yips, Dom? Was it a case of just uh, the grand final overwhelming a few people or was it the derby factor or did anyone have any explanation, the ground perhaps? Yeah, so the pitch was quite quite tough to bat on. Um, both teams, um, that, that was a case of both, obviously. It was was quite tough to bat on, and both teams bowl really well. Um, yeah, there's a host of, of fantastic bowlers on both sides, and um, there was a 
a case of wondering where your next run was going to come from on a tricky wicket with um, really skillful bowlers tying the batsmen down. Um, and a grand final runs are always a little bit tighter too, I suppose. So there's always that element uh, to throw into the mix as well. All right, we'll leave the serious stuff for a moment. Tell us what the celebrations were like. Did we get the supporter bus down to the ground and then back to Oyen on the day? And uh, how long did the celebrations last? According to one journalist in town, quite for some days, Dom. Yeah, look, it was it was a fantastic um, array of celebrations we had. Um, we got the supporters there on the bus and actually uh, got all the players on the supporter bus too. So it was great to have um, have everyone together. Um, we were able to head back to the, the Oyen Club, uh, the local establishment there, and um, they were fantastic to us for the night too. So, yeah, we celebrated there and um, long into the night and we were able to then have our presentation um, day on the next day at the club rooms and... Um, Celebrations continued there and, and on to Monday as well. So, um, yeah, you, you, you don't win them all the time. So it's nice to, yeah, highlight um, special efforts when you do get uh, the result go your way. Most definitely. Well, Dom, just uh, leaving the Oyun Rams for a moment, tell us about the B-grade final. Yeah, B-grade was, was pretty tightly contested as well. And um, once again, we saw the runs on the board be enough um, to build the pressure and and, uh, and get the premiership. Uh, Nursery Ridge batted first. They made six for 128 off their allotted overs uh, on what was, by all reports, a pretty good pitch. So perhaps they thought it might not have been quite enough, but it proved to be enough. Um, Anshaw, 68 not out out of those 128 runs. So he was the only batsman that really got going for the whole day in the B-grade. Um, for Curler, the best bowlers were T-Baird, 3 for 26, and D McQueen, 2 for 27. And as I said, it was probably par or even slightly below, but Curler um, only managed 110 all out in the last over. So Nate Baird, 20, and Jack Baird, 18, um, were the only blokes to... A contribute of any note for Kelvin. and um, Mercy Ridge's Jason Finch 3 for 18 was the, the pick of the bowlers so um, that was a, a tightly contested game and those two teams were probably the standout one and two all year so um, probably went as you know, as expected and uh, congratulations to Nursery Ridge Most definitely, well uh, Dom let's just take a look at the grand final scenario uh, perhaps, I mean it's, it's not the biggest deal if we're going to be honest and if we're going to apply a professional lens to this then uh you know the way it went is the way that it should have gone but given that it is country cricket and uh we could have just made things a little bit more convenient for everyone two Oyen sides having to play a grand final out of Oyen I mean you know logistically I'm sure it could have been organized to have been played in Oyen what were uh I'm, I'm not going to say your thoughts but what what were some of the I guess fans thoughts about this having to travel out of Oyen um, you know for both sides it seems like it could have been arranged in Oyen pretty easily well it could have you're right Alice Um, we could have had it in Oyen Uh, we would have had probably two or three or four times the crowd um, that were in attendance if it was in Oyen Uh, we had there was a lot of supporters from both teams and there was a fantastic crowd in attendance Um, and as I said we could have easily played it in Oyen I guess the point is we we don't really have an issue with travelling. It's only 45 minutes to an hour up the road for us. And um, I know the other teams at times don't travel down to play us. Um, they get the travel bug, I suppose you could you could say. And um, growing up in the country, we're just used to it. It's, yeah, it's just what we do. So that's what we've got to do to play a game of cricket and keep our kids, you know, um, involved. And that's what we'll do. So, yeah, we'd love to play an A.M., but, yeah, we're just... Take it as it comes, and that's the way it rolled. So, yeah. 
Is there any use in perhaps uh, looking ahead to the future and putting in some sort of mechanism whereby we've got the uh, you know the the best performing team at the end of the season qualifying for its own grand final? Is that something that could be explored in Redcliffe's cricket, in your view? Yeah, possibly. Um, I think there's there's a lot of um, different scenarios we could look at. Um, cricket, you know, cricket is a changing landscape at the moment, and it's met with its own challenges. Um, and yeah, we just got to be proactive, I think, in that department, and um, yeah, keep keep um, coming up with different ideas to hopefully entice interest and, and keep people involved. And if yeah, if that's one, we'll then be happy to examine it. I think. Well answered. All right. Well, let's switch our focus back to Club Matters, Dom. We'll get you to talk about the uh, the respective winners of awards from both the A and B grade. Uh, so we'll start with A grade. Who are the award winners? Yeah, so the A grade award winners, um, we had uh, Connor Schultz uh, took out the uh, the Kevin Frank uh, club champion, Kevin Frank Healy club champion, um, which was well-deserved by him. He had a fantastic year. I think he made nearly 600 runs. And uh, probably a shout-out to him, uh, grand final week, he was also awarded uh, joint winner of the, the league, best and fairest, the Les Thurlow medal. So, um, yeah, it was it was a great highlight for him on a personal level to achieve that. And then backed it up with um, yeah, receiving the club champion award. Um, Samuel Mead, in his first year back at cricket after about probably 10 years off, um, he he took out the fielding award. Uh, Alex Morris took out the bowling award with, I think he averaged six or just under, I think by the time of the end of the grand final where he took four for eight, he, uh, his average was under six for the year, which is fantastic effort for a bloke who took 30-odd wickets and opens the bowling every week. And uh, it was the captain, Brad Parsons, who... Um, won the batting average, so it was well shared in the A grade, yeah. All right, well done to all of those uh, individuals there. Dom, tell us about the B grade winners. Yeah, the B grade winners, um, we had, uh, it was a bit of the Nick Vine show. Um, the captain, he took out a couple of awards, um, which was a good reward for him. He does a, a mountain of work around the club, so um, yeah, big congratulations to him for uh, his personal efforts. Um, ben Nile was the uh, was the uh, lamb of the year, which goes to our, our best young player, so um, yeah, I'd like to highlight Ben's efforts, and he's a, a future star of the club, so it was great to have him rewarded uh, on the day. Fantastic, and uh, yeah, we should certainly echo the contributions made by Nicholas Vine, does a lot around the club and outside the club as well for the benefit of the club. Well, Dom, before we let you go for the last ever time this season, what does the next few months look like for everyone? Obviously, you're going to be thirsty for that three-peat, but uh, a bit of time to, I guess, just put the feet up, or if you're a football player, I dare say you'll be uh, as busy as ever this coming winter to keep fit for the cricket. So uh, give us a bit of a perspective as to what everyone's going to be getting up to over the next few months. Yeah, I, th- I think it's probably a good chance to, to put the feet up for a few that um, don't uh, front up on the footy field. We've got plenty of blokes that do play footy. So for them, there's, there's, there really is no rest for the wicked. Um, I still have a practice match uh, this coming Saturday um, with round one only a couple of weeks away. So um, for plenty, it's uh, straight 
yeah, straight into the footy footy season and the swing of things there. And um, for the rest of us, it's probably a good chance to reflect on what was a, a good year. And um, yeah, we won't we won't stop for too long. Our plans will get going ahead for uh, next season pretty soon. And um, hopefully we uh, we can replicate this year's efforts and yeah, do the same again. It'd be great. Well, Dom Leach, he's the president of the Orion Rams Cricket Club, the successful Orion Rams bagging their second title in as many years. Dom, it's been great fun getting to know you over the course of the summer here on the Flow Friday Sports Show. You've done a fantastic job reporting in every week as the president. Well done to you for all the success the club's achieved this year. We wish you all the best going forward and can't wait to do it all again next season. No worries. Thanks, Al. It's been great unwrapping cricket each week. And, yeah, look forward to doing it next time. Thank you. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.